enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am here today with Mark Phelan. Buonasera. <laughs> it's always some language. So it was, it was Spanish, now it's Italian. And multilingual. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about the ABCs of relationships. Mark and I have not planned this. I think about words and words that usually they do start with A's, B's, and C's. And that spells abc. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to do the ABCs because I do think it's actually really important. And there's some really good words that I have in mind when I think about that. And look, at when I talk about relationships, what I mean is, you know, how our relationships are, how our sex life is, how happy we are in our relationships. So that's been a theme. We talked about healthy relationships last week or the last time we did a show. And before that, we talked about loneliness and how we can learn to enjoy being alone. And I think the ABCs are a way to enjoy being in relationships because people long for relationships, right? Oftentimes. And then when they find them, they find themselves miserable in them or they're okay, but the sex life isn't so good or they start out really good and then they turn to shit really quickly. So when we think about what are things that you can do, tangible things, to keep your relationship exciting, fun, loving, evolving, it's the ABCs. What do you think? Abc. <laughs> and we have been drinking some wine. I will admit it. That is the excuse. ABC for this evening is a beautiful Cabernet. Oh, very good. Tu salute. Ah, salute. <laughs> and it is a Cabernet, and it is a beautiful Cabernet at that. So I'm going to give an A word, and then you give an A word. Hey. So my first A word is going to be appreciation. Ass. <laughs> I appreciate, you appreciate a good ass. A good ass. And both of those are important, but I'm going to go with appreciation since that was my word. Uh, but, you know, I'm not, I don't want to minimize the importance of a good ass, but, you know, it's all relative. Is it a small ass? I don't want to look ass? at my relatives' asses. <laughs> but appreciation is important because if we're in a good relationship and we're not appreciating, mm-hmm who we're with, or the fact that we are in a loving relationship, you know, we're looking for all the things that are wrong, we're not going to be happy. Appreciating the nice little gestures someone does, a little kind word, a text, something like that. That is a key. It's a great word. Appreciation. It's extremely important. Next word I'm going to go, I'm going to do another A word. Let's go with affection. I agree with that. Agree. That's a good one. Agree is a rare word. (laughs) Rare word from you, perhaps. Uh, Attitude. Yes, a good attitude. I just thought of a great word. What? Gladitude. It's a good word, but it doesn't start with A. No. What does it mean? It means you're glad about someone's attitude. (laughs) Gladitude. Okay, we'll get to that when we do the EFGs, right? But yes, we'll just stick with... I like attitude and Mm -hmm. affection and what was the other one we said? Agreement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to agree as much as we can is important, but not to agree when we don't agree. Amuse. Amuse, yes, amusement, mm-hmm. 
I mean, you know, for me, and I do think that a lot of women feel this way. I don't know if men feel this way, but women, a lot of them in, you know, different studies that have been, or surveys that have been taken, they say that one of the most important qualities in a man or the most attractive qualities is actually humor. Absolutely. I mean, if we're not having fun, what's the point? If if I'm going to entertain for the evening, I want to get paid. I like, in other words, I like to have reciprocal. If someone can make me laugh, fantastic. I like someone. So it is important to you. Of course. Yeah. Have a, appreciate, there again, that good word, a good sense of humor, but also encourage to have it back at you. So what's more important to you if you had to pick a woman who laughs at your humor, who appreciates your humor and is amused by you, we could say, or someone who has her own sense of humor? Like if you had to pick one. Well, I know I'm funny. I know I can be funny. And a lot of times I'm funny and no one else thinks I am. <laughs> but you and do. That's all that exactly. really matters. <laughs> I've got friends go, you, you're not that funny. Oh, Yo, yes, I am. <laughs> I don't mind. If I say something I think it's funny, it's great. So I appreciate it there since you're Yeah. Right. But it's a good quality. I myself, personally, I crack myself up. Exactly. And you know, I mean, it's like our loneliness show. You have to enjoy your own company. Bingo. So you, if you can't make yourself laugh, you know. Who can you make? Abundaza. That's another good uh, A word. Isn't that like a Mexican soup? Abundanza. It's Is it a Mexican meatball soup? Well, I think it also means celebrate life or something. Abundanza. I don't know. I don't know. Or it might be something you need a little calamine lotion to clear up. <laughs> it could be. It could I got be. it on my feet. Okay, so we have some good words. We have appreciation. We have amusement. We have agreement. We have attitude, affection. I mean, affection, that's important, right? Touching. I like that. Oh, um, I have another one, and I just went blank on it, but it's, oh, yes, yes, acceptance. Acceptance is huge. Gigantic. Right, because we need to accept that our partner is not perfect, that they don't think exactly the way we do or do things that we do that doesn't make them less of a person. Just accepting who they are for who they are, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a really positive way. And I do think that when people can do that, their relationships are going to be so much, so much happier. One. I got another one. Another. Altruistic. Yes, I like that. When you can that. think of someone else instead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving. It's another so, word for giving. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think maybe I can't think of any other A words. Well, Listeners, I know, I've been called the A word. We got ass. We can't forget ass. That's right. Yeah, assets. <laughs> assets, that's a good one. That leads us into the B word. <laughs> Which is? Boobs. <laughs> boobs, yes. We got ass and boobs. Yes, yes, there is that. I'm going to say belief. We need to have belief that love is possible. We need to believe in ourselves and believe, yeah, and love and mm-hmm. our partners. And belief is a really big one. Yeah. What's another one? Beauty, beauty. in mind, spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, beauty, and that also kind of goes to appreciation, seeing the beauty sure. in someone. Uh, another good B word is being. You know, being able to just be, rather, you know, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, be yourself, be be in your, your body rather than always doing and accomplishing um, or trying to be something that you're not. Yeah, I think that's a really important one. There's not that many B ones. I'm sure there's more. Best. Yeah. Best is good to be your best self. To also really accept that somebody else is doing their best. So that could be a good one. I like that. Best. Belonging. Now, the reality is we don't belong to anybody, obviously, but there is something nice when you're in a relationship to to feel like you belong in a relationship. 
it's, it's this is like a family that you get to create. It's a, a sense of belonging, and you know, there's a coupledom, right, mm-hmm. that people have when they're in a relationship versus when they're not where you go out with other couples and you, you know, it's just a different kind of a world. And there's something nice about that as well. Bronchitis, <laughs> bacteria. These are, these balls. are balls. Balls. You got some balls. If we're going to have boobs, we got to have balls. Balls and boobs. Yes. Balls and, and balls boobs. actually is an important one because it is important. I think in a relationship to have that male, female polarization, right? That sexual energy, that eroticism. And, you know, sometimes that means that a man, you know, he's got to strap on his balls. Let's just get honest here. Oftentimes men, they try to be the nice guy and do the right thing. And, you know, they say, yes, dear. And, you know, again, good intentions. But when they become doormats and they lose their way, and we can't really trust what's up or down with that guy, that's not going to work. It's going to kill our eroticism. So don't forget the balls. Let's go to the C's. Okay, so we don't have as many B words as we do A and C's. C's, I think, is a really important category of words to think about in our relationship. I'm going to go with my first word being compassion. I agree. Yes. Now you could say another body part that starts with a C, but yeah, we don't want to do that because we're a classy show. We are some classy ass people. <laughs> we're not going to go sure. there. We're not going to go there, no, but I think right. we already did. I think we already did. Another really important C word, and this is, I think really one of the, one of the top ones is curiosity. Curiosity, exactly. That you, you become a learner, and that's something you can do together. Yes, and to be curious about your partner and what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what they're wanting, you know, to be interested. Um, sometimes, you know, you might get a little reactive about certain situations, and there might be some conflicts, which is also a C word. Mm-hmm. But actually, those can be good when they are dealt with if the conflict is dealt with curiosity and compassion, it can actually be a way to bring two people closer to one another. You know, it's a great word, chemistry. Chemistry, yeah. And, you know, is chemistry something that just happens? Is it something about physiology or is there something more to it? The lure of the beast. Charisma. Charisma and charisma chemistry. So what is it? Some people, do they just have it? Is it, a, is it a way that they are? Is it because they're curious? Because of the, another word, C word, competence. Yes. Yes. Confidence. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think creates that. Create a great C word. Creative. Yeah. And creation to be creative. But confidence is such a big one because I do think that when somebody is confident, you are drawn to them. It gives them that mm-hmm. charisma. Have the half the idea of power is the ultimate aphrodisiac, as that statement goes. Mm-hmm. And where is power? Every single person who has power has confidence. They walk into a room and it's like all heads turn. He may think he's the coolest guy in the world, but guess what? He believes it, so we all believe it. Yeah. No, there's something very, we'll just say attractive. Mm-hmm. It draws you in. It's seductive. Confidence, I think, is a huge one. And it, it is about that charisma and that chemistry. So yeah, that's good. I want to get back to um, creative. Right? I think when relationships go on for a while, because I think they start out creative, right? We want to make a good impression. So we try to create an important evening or a special moment. A mood, an environment. Right. And then that stops after a while. And by the way, that's true in bed and out of bed. Sure. Right. So to get creative, to find different things that you can do that are novel and exciting, again, in bed and out of bed. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, one of the biggest C words that we cannot forget about is communication. Oh, I thought you were going to say cunnilingus. (laughs) 
Well, that too. We cannot forget cunnilingus. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. Because if you don't have one, you're not going to have the other. <laughs> Communication and cunnilingus. It's up to you to decide which one is more important. Exactly. But we'll say they're both important. Yeah, communication. The, the climax. Fact, climax. Eh, we put too much importance on climax, mm-hmm. right? When we're f- so focused on climax, we lose a lot of the joy, right? It's, it's really true. So everybody communicates. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is that while everybody communicates, not that many people, or we'll just say many people do not communicate effectively. So communication happens all the time. Even when you're not saying anything, you're communicating. It's a very surface level versus a deep communication. Yeah. I mean, Where you do have those moments, like we said earlier about the, the altruistic thoughts and the affection. When you're thinking, okay, someone's not feeling good today. I'm going to do something for them. You're creating in your own mind what I can do to take the load off this person to actually put them in a position they can smile and take a a deep breath and go, oh, it's so nice to be cared for and looked after. Yeah. And also creating memories, Mm -hmm. those memories. And when I have couples come in to see me, you know, I ask them the last time they had fun. I ask them to tell me some memories that come to mind, you know, when they, that make them smile. And those are the things that keep people together when they remember those happy memories. When that happens, does does one person bring it up and the other person goes, yeah, that's true. Or they go, that's, that was nothing. No, they don't necessarily have the same moments, but they'll usually both smile. Most of the time they'll agree. They'll be like, oh yeah. Sometimes they'll smile. They'll go, yeah, that wasn't what I thought about, but yeah, that was good too. Or and does then- it ever happen to that one time, the great time we had in Cancun and the other person says, I've never been to Cancun. <laughs> It has not happened yet. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I would imagine that it has happened in, in certain uh, therapy sessions, just not in mine. Yeah, so creating those moments or creation is also well, really it's important. It's a great word is crave. Sometimes you just crave that person. And it's yeah. not just sexual. It's not lust. It's just you are just craving their presence. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about if you put in a place all of the things that we've been talking about, what makes you crave someone? What makes you long for them? What makes you desire them and think of them? It really is when you're feeling, another C word, connected to mm-hmm. them. Right. So what creates connection? It's all these things we're talking about. When you're feeling accepted, when you are living with compassion and curiosity, you're creating those moments. Um, you have a level of confidence. You are affectionate, right? You have all of those things. You spend time together. You are going to be connected. When you're feeling connected to somebody, you do, you long for them. I mean, it's important to have some time apart too. Mm-hmm. So when you have do things together. That's so important, but it's also important to keep your own passions, your own friends, your own, your own life, your own hobbies, because that keeps you interesting. You're doing everything together and telling your partner everything. And there's no sense of, of mystery. There's no sense of separation, right? You don't necessarily crave or desire them because it's hard to crave and desire something that you have so fully. So while you know that you love this person, that they love you, that's important that there's a a security there, but there also needs to be some independence, some autonomy, some separation, some mystery to keep things exciting and alive as well. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great thing. There's a, there's a country song. It's like, how can I miss you if you never leave? Is Mm -hmm. is that the way it goes? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
It's true. So there is something nice about having an opportunity to miss someone. Some people I find these days are so busy. You know, nowadays it's not an uncommon thing to have two people in the relationship equally busy and focused mm -hmm. on their careers. And that makes it extremely challenging when they're not around and you don't have enough time together. And that is extremely challenging for a lot of different couples these days. But again, that just makes it more important to create those moments that you have together. Because when you at least have those, then you can navigate through all of that other stuff. But there has to be those those moments that you that you can count on. You know, it, it's important. Yeah. I mean, you want to have that support system. And, and it's got to be balanced. So one day you'll give it and the next day you'll get it. But in those moments, you can feel like, oh, I got someone looking out for me. Knowing that you can count on that person, knowing that you're a priority in their life, knowing that they love you, uh, but they're with you because they love you, not because they absolutely need you. Right. They need you because they love you. Mm -hmm. They don't love you because they need you. That's such an important thing as well. Are there any D words? I mean, the only word I keep thinking about is desire because it's such an important word. When we think about our sex life, our passion, I mean, everything about it, when, when we have that desire, the desire to be a good partner, the desire for, for our partner, the desire to make them happy, the desire to make love with them. You know, it's such an important thing. And it's one of the things that so many couples complain about. I've lost my desire. And yep. they're usually talking about their sexual horniness. Mojo. So, yeah, they kind of feel like, I'm not horny. I don't like crave my partner. Mm -hmm. I don't like, you know, I don't feel like I used to feel. Right. So they think there's something wrong in the relationship. And that's not necessarily true mm -hmm. because, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but it's such an important thing that people need to understand men and women. And this is true for men and women, most often for women, but also for men, that sometimes we don't feel horny or the desire to have sex until we're aroused or until mm. we're sexually stimulated. Right. And when we know that, it kind of frees that up rather than thinking, oh, I have to feel like I want to have sex. I have to be horny or desire sex right. before I do it. So you just have to have the desire to want sex, not isn't, the physical desire. Isn't that also one of the things that kind of lead to uh, maybe a lack of monogamy on someone's part because they're jonesing for that rush they get for the new relationship? and desire and the passion and the lust and all that. And then it starts to fade after a while, but they want that juicy. So they're those serial monogamists exactly. or, they're, or they're ones who, exactly. I mean, look, at there are people who make lifestyle choices. Right. Maybe they're in open relationships or polyamorous relationships, or they make the choice to be in serial monogamous right. relationships. So it really is, again, a choice, but you want to make it a choice. If you are supposedly in a monogamous relationship and you're letting your partner know or believe that you are committed to this relationship and then you're lying and cheating and trying to get that, that rush, that hit by sleeping with other people, or you know that, you know, once the excitement wears off, you know, six months to two years, you're going to be off with another person. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to be upfront about that because there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you were right. going to do, but you want to at least let your partner know where you're at and what it is that you want. The reality is when they're chasing that all the time, that's exactly what they're doing. They're chasing something that is not sustainable. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't be in a long-term monogamous relationship and have excitement. But you have to work hard to create that. Right. And it's going to be different. And it's with those things we talked about. You do these things that we're talking about, you know, the confidence, the acceptance, the curiosity, the mystery, the having your own lives, the all of those things. It's just being a, a full 
complete evolved human being, which by the way, we're never there. Right? We're always striving. And there are some days yeah. that we're better than other days. And, you know, we're always growing and learning. I mean, that's the goal, but we can create a really hot, exciting sex life with somebody who we are with for years and years and years. And even as we get older and older, it just looks different. Mm -hmm. So it's not that same rush with somebody who's new, uh, you know, that, that same kind of feeling with the unknown because this person is known, but we can create eroticism right. and desire and excitement even in our relationships that are going on for years. Again, it just looks different. And if that's what you want and you know that's what you want, just like if you know you want to continue to grow and get closer with this person and you want to spend your life with one person, then you two need to create that intentionally, consciously. It doesn't just happen automatically. And that's why we're talking about this. There are things that you need to do. There are things to work on. And all of these ABCs, these words that we're talking, they're just words, but they're not. They're huge concepts mm -hmm. and they are life-changing when you apply them. And also you're taking the moment to think about each and every one of these kind of words and how it applies to you. So you're also putting yourself in a position of how can I attain this or work on this or try this? Exactly. And in as you, that position. Yeah. And so listeners, as you were listening to these words, I want you to think, what are some words maybe that you can come up with that might be different than our words? Or as you're listening to these words, which ones do you feel like, yeah, I'm good at that? Or that's an area that I really could do better. Because we have to accept, you know, the things that we need to grow. So it's also our own acceptance of ourselves, And there's nothing wrong with that. None of us are perfect. We all have our flaws. We all have areas to grow in. And when we can acknowledge those things, acknowledge and accountability, two more A words, then that gives us an opportunity to grow. I mean, you've probably all met someone, I know I have, who know everything. And the problem with somebody who knows everything is they will never grow. Right. Right? There's nothing more that they think that they can learn. And, you know, that's a, a sad state, really, when you think about it. But that they're done. You know, there's nothing to learn when you think you know everything. So to understand that there's always more to learn. There's always different areas to grow and ways to improve. So as you think about these words and you hear us talking about these words, like take a personal inventory. Yeah, what could I do better on? By the way, it's not even sometimes about your partner. When we think about acceptance or compassion, you know, oftentimes it's about ourselves, accepting us, who we are, the way we are, you know, without any judgment. Mm -hmm. Again, we could say, yeah, I could do better in this area, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Right. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. There's just an area that you want to continue to grow. Another great word, a word awareness. Yes. Be aware. Very important If word. you're being a little obstreperous, you're being a little uh, demanding, you're being a little inconsiderate, and then scale it back and then flip it and say, how can I be more aware of this person's needs and be aware of my own shortcomings? Yes. Another A word, attunement, which is kind of what you were saying, mm -hmm. being attuned to your partner. I see this in my office all the time. There's somebody who might be sitting there and their eyes are starting to tear up or they're starting to fidget and get uncomfortable and their partner will immediately, you know, put their hand on their shoulder or start stroking their leg. You can tell there's an attunement there. On the other flip side of it, I'll see somebody, they will start crying and they're in deep pain and their partner like just doesn't even look right. their way. Right. 
So being attuned to your partner, paying attention, what's going on. And, you know, you can do that again in bed and out of bed. But when you're attuned to your partner and their way that their body is moving, the way that their breath is breathing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Are they breathing fast? Are they breathing hard? Are they breathing slow? Um, is their body arching towards you or is it pulling away from you? Are they pushing up against you in a certain way? Like just being attuned in that way, looking at their eyes, paying attention, being aware, like you said, such an important thing. But also, and I think that's what you were saying with awareness, really just being aware of your own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it when your partner does this thing or says this thing and you get reactive, right. you get angry or you get scared? What is it about you? And is it about you or is it about your partner? Because oftentimes it is about you. Mm-hmm. Your partner isn't necessarily doing anything, you know, on the outside. Somebody looking in wouldn't see anything. But for you, it feels uncomfortable. And for you to understand what that is about is a really important thing to be able to be in a, you know, in a thriving, sexy, loving relationship. And the H word would be hubba hubba. <laughs> Wow. And then there's a really, when you think about those words, and for me, you know, I've always talked about this, but words are so powerful. And sometimes when we can just think about it in the words, and the reason why I wanted to do ABCs, because I think everybody can think about that. That's easy. I mean, certainly we could go through the whole alphabet, right? We could. I mean, you know, we forgot fellatio. I mean, that's an F word. We should never forget fellatio. <laughs> shouldn't forget fellatio. We haven't got the F yet. We haven't got there yet. So we're just sticking with A through C because... Really, those things that you will remember. And again, you might even come up with your own. We'd love to hear them. Things that we haven't even thought about or we forgot about. But I think we hit on the good ones, don't you? Absolutely. And yeah, let's throw it out there. If you got good ones, let us hear them. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if we'll do uh, D, E, and F. Yeah, I, I think we're, I think the ABCs cover the majority of them. And desire, I mean, like I sort of mentioned sure. desire briefly. That's a whole show, really, but it's worth mentioning. And again, I think when we think about those A, Bs, and Cs, those are the things that create desire. Because sure. desire is really important in a relationship. I mean, when our relationship and our partner feels like the furniture, you know, and we just kind of take it for granted, that's when we're in trouble. Yeah, and if you're having a better relationship with your silly pastapedic than you are with your human partner, You've got problems. Yeah, definitely. Unless or your TV you, or your computer. Unless, of course, you've got one of those vibrating kind. Yeah, well, I don't know if they make those. The, mag- the old magic fingers. Oh, whatever happened to the magic fingers? Do they still exist? Yeah, she's on the corner of 42nd <laughs> and 12th, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. I mean, I do think some people are much more connected to their phones and their computers oh. and their TVs than they are to their partner. Again, why? Because they're taking them for granted. And you know, the reality is we don't know how long this person is in our life for. Exactly. We don't know how long we're here. So the to clock is ticking. Yeah. To really just appreciate every moment. And if you have somebody who loves you, that is a gift. That is not something that happens easily and nothing that should be taken for granted. And that's where that appreciation comes in. I think out of all the words, that might be the most important. Mm -hmm. I really do. Because I think when you're living in appreciation or gratitude, you live very, very differently. And you definitely treat your loved ones differently, whether it's your partner, your loving partner, your sexual partner, your you know, family member, or even your friends or your working relationships, you know, to treat everybody, you know, in a way that not necessarily the way that you want to be treated, you know, the old golden rule, right? The way that they want to be treated and just appreciating that you have people in your life that do care about you. And that's an important thing. So as we start this new year, 
It's the time to make some changes, to create the life that you want, to have the relationship that you want, to be the person that you want, and you can do it. I mean, to know that, and again, we go with the belief, you have to believe and know that it is possible. And I don't think anything is possible, but I do think most things are possible. Mm -hmm. If we want them bad enough, we understand why we want them and we're willing to put in the effort to have those things that we want. You know, everybody, we always talk about weight, but it's such an important one, especially now at this time of year, everybody wants to have a better body. Well, anybody can have a better body, but are you willing to do the things that you need to do? That's a perfect metaphor. You can't just get up in the morning. Yeah. I'd like to be in great shape and see some abs. Okay. Alexa, can you give me some abs? No. You can't. Get your ass in the gym or start changing your diet. You've got to work at it. And it's yeah. a perfect And it's not Just easy. Just like a relationship, you have to work at Right. It. And nothing really fabulous is easy. It no. really isn't. It does take intention. It takes effort, even work. But again, when it's something that you want and you want it bad enough and you're willing to do it, you can have it. To know, like to truly know and realize, you know, internalize that belief that you can have a loving, exciting relationship because we're given so many other messages. Relationships don't work. Marriage sucks. It all goes down the, you know, in, down the toilet. Our sex lives, they all definitely go downhill and we get older and we've been in a relationship for a long time. All of these things we're, we're told in many different mm-hmm. ways. But the truth is very different than that. You can have all all of those things that you want. You just need to put forth the effort, know where to put that effort. Because, you know, if we're doing something that isn't working, if we keep doing that, it's still not going to work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's changing our direction, you know, renavigating and finding new ways. And it is the beginning of the year. It is a good time to do that. So I hope you'll keep listening to the show and, you know, get some understanding really of what it is that you want and some things that you can do and start taking these action steps. And if you're just starting to listen to us, go back, listen to some of the other shows because every show, mostly every show it's we have brilliant, <laughs> and we do have action steps and these are action steps. Are you going to do every single one? No, but you're going to find ones that work for you. And it's in my book, 21 Decisions for Great Sex and a Happy Relationship. You don't need to do 21 decisions. You don't need to make 21. You just need to make one and finding the one that fits best for you. And it's the same thing with the shows that we're doing. Find the one that speaks to you. Find the action step that you think can really work for you and start to change your life. It's just about starting. That's all you need to do. Although, you know, you want to finish well. But right now it's just doing one thing, getting clarity about something that you can do that you want and give it a try. Go for it. Just flat out go for it. Go for it. I like it. So that's it for today's show. This show is over, but we will be back. We'll be back next week. So thank you all for listening. Again, if you want to contact us, send us your comments, questions, you can go to my website at drlauriebuckley.com and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. 